Sup, bitches, and welcome to the Sassy Spiritual Bitches Podcast. (laughs) Spooky enough? Yes, yes, I love it. I wasn't expecting it, and I'm pleasantly surprised with that entrance. Well, good. I try. I try. Very nice. So in case you haven't figured it out, folks, today we're going to talk about ghosts. Yes, it has been a while since we've done a spooky episode, so here we are. Here we are, and we have stories that you guys have sent us. So, reminder, if you have stories, send us your stories. Yes, please do, because I think I've pretty much shared all mine already. I don't have any more. Yeah, but I don't know. So I thought that maybe... I don't know. I haven't gone exploring here enough yet. Oh, you know, Mexico, spooky day of the day. You know what I mean? But so far, knock on wood, I have not experienced anything or even felt anything. Well, mm, that's not really true. I haven't, I haven't had any ghostly encounters. Oh, that's good. Yes. So my house is good. The other places I've stayed were good. That's good. But I did find a really cool cemetery to go visit, though. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. It's across from one of the witchy shops I went to. And I was like, ooh, it looks cool. It's like all gated. And there's like monuments, you know, not Mm -hmm. just little tombstones, but there's like monuments and shit in there. I'm like, ooh, I want to go. That's cool. The coolest graveyard I ever saw was actually in Ireland. And we did like a, a, in Dublin, we did like a tour bus or whatever around. And it's actually one of the stops on the tour bus because it's so creepy and pretty. It's yeah, like those huge, not instead of little tombstones or like huge crosses, like way taller than we are. And just kind of like, yeah, old and it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing there's probably some ghost stories involved with that, but I was not aware of them at the time. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, I can't wait to go exploring. Nice. Or shit like that. You're braver so than fun. I. I don't, I don't, uh, I get scared pretty easily. Oh, I'm going in the day. Because <laughs> like, it's not nighttime. Oh my yeah. God. So sidetrack. Well, kind of. It kind of ties in. So I follow this, um, what is it? It's a YouTube channel called Slapped Ham. And they do all these creepy videos that people send in. And some I'm like, mm, hashtag fake, right? But there's the few. And one was this, this paranormal team that goes in places in Mexico. Like they're Mexican. Mm. And I can't remember where it was, but they were in a cemetery at night. And there was like this, you could see, like they didn't know. You know how when you... Um, you can tell people don't see things when they're because they don't react or whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then they find things after the fact well you can see this like black shadow cross behind some tombstones in the background and I was like oh my god that's creepy because they didn't see it you know yeah that's definitely creepy yeah I used to love watching shit like that when I was a kid loved watching like ghost hunting, ghost stories, paranormal activity. 
And then I seen the exorcism of Emily Rose and I never watched a fucking scary thing ever since then. <laughs> well, that was creepy. Like, mm-hmm. I remember seeing that in the fucking theater. Yeah, me too. And I was not a horror person. I went ghost hunting a lot, but that scared the bejesus out of me. Yep, me like, too. When she's in her dorm room at 3 a.m. and like, I've only seen it once and it still sticks with me. I'm like, and then there the like doors to push out of the school and stuff. I'm, mm, no, we're done. We're done. Yeah, I, I actually, the most traumatizing, yeah, I can't remember which one I hate when she's like frozen on the floor. <gasps> oh, and she's like all contorted and shit. Yeah. And like, uh, oh, oh. that imagery haunts me to this mm-hmm. day. And I'm like, oh, suddenly a little bit more scared. Cause at, before when I was a kid, it's like you're really interested in it, but you're like, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. So you could like say that. And then now after that one, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can say that anymore. That was very convincing. (laughs) I never had that experience. It was always, it was real. It was real. It was real. Well, damn, good for you. I, it's like crazy how we talk about this all the time, but it's crazy how like your childhood self actually knows more than your adult self like ever could you know, where you're like, leprechauns are real and ghosts are real and monsters are real. And we always tell our kids like, no, that's, there's nothing there. See? And it's like, fuck man, I'm pretty sure there was things there. Like leprechauns for real are real. Like, oh yeah. We're like those little people. I don't know what they're called all over the world, but those like, people the that like yeah, I don't know. They like look at their land after the land and stuff like shit. And like fairies, like that shit's real. Oh yeah. Oof, the fae. Don't piss them off. No. Mm-mm. I don't have any face stories. But I just know that like I felt their energy, so I know when they're around, but they don't I've never interacted with them. And yeah. I've only felt their energy like twice. I have also never interacted. I can sort of, you actually did a reading for me once and you're like, it's like, you know where they live. And I randomly earlier that week was like, I think fairies live here. It like was like a weird tower in the mud. And I was like, I feel like things live in there. And then you said that and I was like, oh, cool. I guess I did spot one. So I can kind of like sense where they live sometimes when I'm out hiking, but never had an experience, but I've heard of people who have had experiences and I was like, oh shit, don't fuck with them. Yeah. They seem like they'd be all cute and cuddly, and really, you piss them off. It's quite the opposite. Did I ever tell you I had a dream once, and it was like one of those dreams that was real. It's like a flashback, like or like in your sleep, you went into that life for a little while. Yeah, and I like lived in a tree. Whoa. Yeah, I I lived in a tree. And it's like, you're in that life. So you're not like, oh, I'm small and live in a tree. It was just normal. And Amy was there. Amy also lived in this tree. Oh, I can totally see that. Yeah. And I was like, and I te- I told Amy in the morning, I'm like, yeah, Amy, I guess we like, we're like weird hobbit type things. And we lived in a tree once. <laughs> and all I remember was a fire and everybody was freaking out. And like, I swear to God, there was like a vehicle of some kind. It could have been like a energetic vehicle, but everyone escaped in this pod. And I was like, what the fuck did I just dream of? Whoa. Weird. Yeah. I felt we were closer to like really miniature hobbits. I don't think we had wings, which is a bummer, but who knows? Crazy. Mm -hmm. I, okay. Do you, did you ever have, mm, 
like when you were younger, like spooky dreams, but like you weren't scared in them. Mm, not that I can recall. There was a dream that I used to have, and it's hard for me to remember it right now, but my brother and I both had the same dream. We were like in it together, which is weird. And then that one I think was scary though. I remember having this recurring dream, but it wasn't scary. It was like shopping cart in a grocery store. And it was like an escape vehicle as well. <laughs> I used to dream that all the fucking time. It was so weird. Oh my God. Escape yeah, no. vehicles. That's so and funny. None that I can remember. What about you? Well, when I was really young, I was like, God, I had to be like six all the way up until I was like, probably 12 or 13, I would always have the same reoccurring dream. It was raining. It was dark. And I was walking along the beach and it was always in the same direction. I was walking along the beach in front of my cabin at the lake. And there was this cloaked, like taller cloaked figure in front of me that I was following, but no matter how fast I ran and it never walked any faster. But no matter how fast I ran, I could not catch up to it. And then when I finally did at the, like, at the end of the dream, it was like, we got to this one place on the beach and I always caught up to it at the same point. It would turn around and it would be a skeleton. And then the dream was over. And like recurring, like for seriously over years. So like, what is that? Six, seven years. I would always have the same thing. That's crazy. But it never scared me. Weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what that's all about. It reminds me of like death. Well, it's funny because it's, it, I didn't know what that was, right? Because I'm just like, whatever. And I was, I liked, I had, a, I was, at the time I would carry around this skeleton, this big skeleton that I got at Halloween oh, yeah. time. And it would oh, be my, my doll, right? Like it was just my thing. So fast forward however many years now I'm 40 living in Mexico and I have a, me- a meditation and out of the fucking blue it's Santa Morte mm. and it, that was her showing herself to me ever since I was a kid there was a reason I was obsessed with a skeleton and wanted to carry it around all the time and all of this stuff and dreamt of skeletons and these things like that was just her way of showing up oh that's cool and I was like that's kind of creepy you know, but it's creepy and cool. Very cool. Very cool. But I was like, "Mm, interesting, but yet made so much sense. Mm -hmm. Definitely makes sense for you. Yeah. That's crazy. I I think I said it to you before, but I fucking hate skeletons. They're okay. Like I still don't like them. They're still like my least favorite thing. They've always creeped me out. I love them. And I was going to be a funeral director at one point too. So I just really don't like dead bodies. They're just gross. Hmm. I know they shouldn't be, but they just, ugh, they're eerie. I don't like dead bodies, but skeletons are different. I think I hate skeletons. Well, I don't know what I hate more. I don't like skin and like eyes and shit. No. Gross. But bones, I like bones. I'm like going to cry thinking about how gross that is. I don't know why, like something must have happened to me in the past life because it doesn't really make sense, but maybe, 
or memories of cosmic lifetimes where you don't really have a body maybe finding this one kind of gross who knows yeah and then I remember I had a dream when I was 15 15 no younger than that I was like well with great grade eight what how old are you in grade eight I think 13 and 14 13 14 hey so I was about that age and I had this dream this vivid dream I, and it was one of those, you know, those dreams where it's like you're lucid dreaming because you know that you're dreaming, but you still can't wake up. Yep. So I was in this cave and it was like, I was trapped there. I was like a prisoner. And it was this tiny little room and there was no way out. Like it was all like, I think there might've been a hole above me. And that's how I got, like, they put me in there, but there was no doors, like, to get out. And all of a sudden, this, like, the wall directly across from me, I start seeing these tiny little black things coming out of the wall. And I was like, what the hell? And then it kept going and kept going and kept going. And then a hand, like, two hands came out. And it was, like, this woman with her arms outstretched and her fingernails, I swear to God, were like a foot long and they were black. Her fingernails were black and she came out and she had this long, dark hair, red glowing eyes. And she was wearing this long black like dress. It had no shape to it. It was just like this robe kind of dress and like her head, like, yeah, it was kind of like the ring girl, like the long black hair, mm-hmm. but you could see like she was looking up and her it was like a Frankenstein arms outstretched. She just came through the wall with these red glowing eyes and just kept coming towards me. And I wasn't scared. I'm like, I'm dreaming this. But yet it's this chick's coming to me. And that was it. That's all I remember of the dream is she came out of this wall and was coming towards me. Man, that shit is freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember any dreams like that. Like I know I've had nightmares, but what they were, I don't know. I can't remember. Those are the only two I remember. Like I know wow. I've had, I must have, but I. Those are the only two I remember. Nice. I yeah. remember. You know what's crazy? I've been watching lots of uh, documentaries and stuff on just like documented cases of reincarnation. And they talk about how, you know, little kids usually remember their past lives um, prior to six years old. And it will usually start with night terrors. And I used to have night terrors like crazy as a kid. And I'm like, fuck, I wonder what I was like remembering. No doubt. And then it's like, just interesting how everything always seems to come full circle, right? Like, it's like, okay, that's what I was dealing with as a child. And now look at me diving into past lives all the time. And then it's like, what you were dealing with as a child is kind of like dark and spooky and magic and witchy. And like, here you are. Our inner children know what's up. Yeah, they know. They the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really um, are. I've been feeling called to do more inner child work again. But not in the like... I need to have fun and not take myself so seriously. And it's not necessarily to do healing per se. It's just to know it's, it's more of a like research base. Okay. Like, what do you know? Mm -hmm. Kind of like dive kind of thing. Like, cause I don't feel like it's anything like I need to heal or anything, no triggers or anything. I'm just like, okay, bitch, you know, shit. 
Yes. You know, definitely. So I, I've been, I've been feeling the call for that. It was like, again, as soon as that energetic equinox shift Mm -hmm. came in, I'm like "Hmm." around, around in April or sorry, in March, March. Cool. What was that? The solstice or the equinox? I was fucked the, e- the equinox. The equinox. Yeah. You know, I thought I was gonna come back to life around then, but it, it wasn't until like a couple of weeks ago. Like I didn't really come online until April, maybe, but like a few days into April, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm alive. And it was like the most random to me time frame, unless it had to do with my birthday, which would make sense, I guess. But I was like, yeah, the the spring equinox. I'm gonna come back to life, and I was just still like dead 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 on the inside but we're here now and I know what you mean about being called to the inner child it's like I don't feel the need to like heal her right now I'm sure she needs work but um I already I just went through a huge darkness and I'm like ah let's just save it cool it on the healing for now and just try being um but I know what you mean like I just want to like listen to her and like just invite her to be around more and be like yeah like like what's up let me know like I know you know some shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's this big like, oh. Okay. Okay, I feel you. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. A wise one. Tell me what I need to know. You know. A wise one, no doubt. Yeah. Part of me is almost sad I didn't have children Mm -hmm. or couldn't have kids because I was like. I would love to know, like watch those situations, knowing what we know now, right? Like you'll remember things before you're six and like jot things down, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. That that would be cool to like have kids when you have the awareness that you have now. I was um, reading a book and uh, it was talking about like how human societies were actually designed when they were created. Like obviously we have free will and we're not really doing things the way we should, but they were saying, and this is really fascinating that humans are meant to be society, like in groups, right? Like we kind of know Mm -hmm. that. And, uh, you know, young people are meant to have children because their bodies are strong and able, but they're actually not meant to raise children. They're meant to have them. And then like people like 50 plus are meant to raise them and teach them because their minds are strong and able but like we're obsessed with ownership and like possession in our society so you bring it to life it's yours it's on your shoulders and like even just how we get married and little couplings like really that started as an ownership thing too and they're like yeah humans are obsessed with power and ownership so you guys have really fucked everything up Hmm. I was like yeah like that sounds way better interesting yeah and they were saying it's like you know until human beings are at least like 40 like 40 at the earliest they're still trying to figure out who they are and like what their truth is and what their soul is saying so how the fuck are they gonna teach children who they need to be when really they're just like regurgitating for the most part what they were taught which was also from other children you know Mm -hmm. so like lots of the teachings are really messed up and I'm like oh like that reminds me so much of you know how like the indigenous communities in Canada were structured and you're like oh like classic classic we have to just colonize the fuck out of anything that's actually healing and sacred and true 
Ah, corruption yeah. in this world. No, oh, for reals, for reals. Yep. Ugh. Man, oh. I'm so dreamy today. I thought I had my shit together. Like I was like do, doing stuff all morning, but now that I'm trying to record this podcast, I'm like, oh, what's Pisces up to? Pisces, I do love Pisces energy, but it takes me to like space land constantly. Well, we're recording this on the Neptune-Jupiter conjunction in Pisces, yeah. which only and happened what, 100 every, what, 166 years. Yeah, and I'm hella spaced out, turns out. I didn't realize until we started doing this, but I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm, oh. I'm in a different land. And I, I don't hate that feeling, but it's not good when you're trying to do things. I, I literally... I know what you mean. Cause I had this whole, I'm going to get this done before we record. And we're going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Mm-mm. Didn't happen. Nope. I actually went for a bike ride just before we started recording, just to try and get some grounding in. Yeah. That would have been something wise for me to do, but alas, here I am spaced the fuck out, but that's oh, okay. That's, it's it's kind of fun to like do like readings and stuff when Pisces are around because you just channel so like yeah. pure. Like yesterday, my readings were just like on point. Um, but yeah, today recording the podcast, Godspeed to us because I am half here. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good way to be when we're talking about ghosts. Yeah, true. You know, I'm here for it. I'm totally here for it. Okay. Speaking of, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to read. Um, a listener story. Actually, this is from Kirsten. She sent us several, so I'll probably read this one and then we'll read another one and then we'll read a couple more. Yes, let's do it. So here we go. When I was really young, I could see stuff in my room at night, like clear as day. I have a really clear memory one night I was sleeping really close to the edge of the bed. I was half awake and could hear something and feel something in my room. So I opened my eyes to see and literally, oh my God, I got chills. I didn't read these beforehand. So yeah, I don't either. (laughs) Um, I opened my eyes to see and literally like three inches from my face was a robot thing. Oh, a robot looking thing right in my face could you imagine Ugh, no Ew. Way. it didn't mm, nope it didn't walk it looked like it floated and had this skinny arms with silver balls at the end to work his hands oh my god nope i know i'm like seriously my eyes are watering i'm like jesus fuck i would Mine too. If i saw that robots are the creepiest thing <laughs> It was like literally right in my face. I remember trying to scream and I couldn't. So I ducked under my blankets for a while. Yeah, no, fuck. I would do the same. (laughs) When I ducked, I felt it immediately leave. So I stayed ducked under for a few moments. Yeah, I would do the same. And looked out again and it was gone. Later in a QHHT session, so a quantum healing Uh, hypnosis technique for those who don't know in a QHHT session my higher self said that my gray aliens sent that to work on me instead of them coming into my room and they misjudged it (laughs) oh my god they apparently felt awful for scaring me so badly so they never used it again and just came in themselves well that's nice of them 
That is nice. Oh my God. Fuck. No, thanks. Yeah. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Nice, nice move. You guys like they do creepy shit like that. Like aliens always have these bright ideas. They're like, Oh, this will be the best thing. And it just traumatizes the fuck out of us. Yeah. Oh, they, they won't get scared by this. Uh, the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking terrifying for sure. And it's like, now that she has the explanation, you're like, Oh, it's not so bad, but like, actually imagine that like, Oh Lord. You know, even with the description, I'm like, my reaction is at what point would you think, <laughs> you know, like that's something my guides would do just to scare me because they're oh, dicks sure. that way, you know, sure. uh, but it's nice. They felt bad, but fuck me. No, thanks. Yeah. Honest to God. No, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Kirsten, for your contributions to this podcast, because you basically have all the greatest stories. Yes. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Because this one's uh, long and scary. Oh, my God. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So this one's from a listener as well. This one's from Renee. Renee. And she said, one night her friends and I were playing Ouija board in her bedroom with a lit candle. She didn't really believe in this stuff. Neither did her friends. So they kind of were checking it out. But then the candle flame went at a 90 degree angle and pointed directly towards the Ouija board. We tried to Snapchat the conversation, but our phones would glitch out. It was a little girl. I don't want to say her name because the ghost still creeps me out to this very day. We spoke to her and she claimed that she died in the house. Her house is probably 100 years old. And the little girl said she was buried in the backyard, specifically in the area as a child where I built my second fort. So, um, oh yeah, she lives on an acreage. So she built this fort outside specifically where the grave apparently was. Um, and she wanted us to dig her up so that she could be free. Oh, oh, no, nope, nope, nope. And Renee's like super psychic, by the way, she has crazy dreams. So we said that if you can prove to us, you're real, we'll dig you up. We were stupid teenagers at the time. That was a terrible thing to say. Oh my God. I was just thinking like, what? You did what now? Holy fuck. All right. Don't worry. It keeps going. Story evolves. We played with the Ouija board the very next day in the area of the second fort. The girl said that one of my friends was sitting on her. Her and I switched places. And I asked again if I was sitting on her. I was... It was fall and the ground was frozen. So we obviously did not bother to dig that weekend. We played with it again, but at a different location to speak to someone else. My friend's parents own a clothing store downtown in a super old building. We played in the loft that night and picked up on a spirit who didn't seem that creepy at all. His name was Craig and he he claimed that he died from a heart attack. He said that the manager of the grocery store, he was a manager of the grocery store that used to be in that building. We asked him about the about my ghost, the little girl, and Craig spelled out the words E-V-I-L. Ah, Mm -hmm. evil. Oh, God. Everyone got goosebumps. He also said that she wasn't a little girl. Oh, my God. I knew. And all of a sudden, yeah, fuck. I was wondering that as soon as I started reading it. And all of a sudden, the planchet stopped moving on the board and we lost the connection. Oh, my God. That is so creepy. We kept asking, are you there? Are you there? And the planchet started moving again, but this time the board was fast and aggressive. It definitely wasn't Craig. It was my ghost. I took my hands off the board and repeat our board and repeatedly spelt it repeatedly spelt my name. It was pissed. 
that we never dug her up. Oh my God. My friend asked what it wants and it spelled body. Everyone took their hands off the board and called it a night. The very next morning, we told my friend's parents what had happened. They thought it was freaky and they said, come see this. They took us outside to the front door of the store and the and lifted the mat and there it was engraved in the cement spelt Craig's grocery store. Whoa, that's so cool. That is so um, cool. She told her mother about the story and didn't understand where the loft was in the store. So I went up and took a picture of the room that we'd played in to give her some insight. I sent the pictures around to a few, a few friends who had the whole story and someone pointed something out. There was a tiny door that was for an office behind us that said Craig on it. If that isn't the freaky, that's that wasn't the freaky part though. though. The door was opened and the door and in the door was a silhouette of a little girl. <gasps> oh my God, I see it. She sent me the picture. I have to see. Oh I don't God. even know if I want to look. Oh, it's creepy as fuck. Okay. Gotta see this shit. Like I have chills running up and down my body right now. Oh, I'm going to cry. I don't want to. <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah, well, she did prove she was real. That's for sure. Holy oh fuck. my God. That makes me sick. Yeah. I'm going to have to cleanse the fuck out of this space after. I'm just oh like, Jesus Christ. God. I'm scared. <laughs> If we can figure it out, guys, we'll we'll maybe post this. Um, yeah, we'll ask her. I think I'm sure she'll be media. fine with it. Yeah, we'll we'll ask. But if she's cool, then we'll post it on our on our um, Instagram. Holy shit! Oh my god, you can totally see her too. Oh, it's clear as day. Oh, okay. Well, that's creepy as fuck. Have you ever done any Ouija boards? <sighs> Yes. Oh. Yeah. And I do have one creepy. I have a couple creepy stories. Do you have you played with them? Have I shared these creepy stories? I can't remember if you did or not. Um mm-hmm. I've I've oh I've played with them, but I have a different similar but different story. But you go okay. ahead. Okay. So though I really don't I only have like two times that would be like worthy of sharing because I was one of those prominent skeptics and if there was too many people playing I was like someone's making this shit up so the only times that ever were like really verifiable to me is like it was just my friend Matthew and I and we were playing out at um the asylum of course and that's where we always did it but no one ever came forth that was clearly from the asylum it was always just whoever the f was out there and one day it was always really slow moving, you know, when you have your hands on the planchette and it kind of does stuff, but sometimes it doesn't make sense. And then this one day it was super, super aggressive. It was just like figure, like speedy, speedy figure eights, which Ooh. apparently is very bad. Figure eights are not good. Demonic. And then we were like kind of freaked out because it never moved that fast when him and I were doing that. And then out of nowhere, we were like, we better close this down. And we were like, goodbye. And it just like dead ass stopped and like zoomed to goodbye. And we were like, oh whoopsie and then one time we were playing actually at my farm in my driveway and we were just kind of messing around and you know I always was like oh it's probably the other person you know even if it doesn't make sense you still are like I can't verify it it's probably them 
So then we were in my driveway and nothing was really happening. Whenever we were playing, it was spelling something, whatever, mindless. And then Matthew took his hands off the planchette for like just a second. I don't know what he was doing. And it was still like moving around. And I, it was, um, I think it was going to spell the word evil. It was starting to spell the word evil. And I was like, what the fuck? Because that was the first time I was like, this is not me. But then the worst thing I did is I like threw the board, oh, threw no. the planchette and didn't close shit. So whoops, whoopsie. But that was basically the only real thing that happened. What about you? Well, nothing really when I played with Ouija boards. Um, yeah, nothing major. There was a little, I can't remember if it was a little girl or a little boy who used to talk to me, but they were boring. It was nothing crazy, you know, like not a demon pretending to be a kid. Like it was literally a kid. You could tell it had no vocabulary really. And you know, like <laughs> it didn't, it was boring as fuck. But one night, I don't know where the fuck we got this idea. I used to be friends um, with this set of twins that lived next door to me at the lake. And we were like all besties. So they came to PA a lot and we hung out um, and they stayed with us. And then when we went out on the weekends, they came back to their place, right? We always hung out, especially in the summer. So they were staying at my house and we decided that there was a game we were going to play in my bedroom. And this is like, I don't know what time it was dark. Right. And we're just like, Ooh, where you write questions on a piece. Seriously. I have no idea where the idea came for this, but you write ideas on a piece of paper or like a question, like, who are you or what's your name or whatever it is. And you write like three or four questions and you leave spaces for them to write an answer. And you leave a pencil and you leave the room. And I don't know what the fuck, but as we're writing these questions, it was like this, it was like somebody was squeezing my heart. Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. And it wasn't just me, right? Like they were feeling the same thing. And so we went outside because my, my upstairs has a little hallway or it did at the time in that house. So it was like the two bedrooms, a little hallway, and then you go downstairs. So we leave my bedroom, close the door. And I think you had to leave a candle too or something. I don't remember. But we all were so creeped out. I was like, Kate, did you feel something? Did you feel something? And you know, like, you know, like when you know there's something there, but you don't really want to admit there's something there, Mm -hmm. even though everybody else is so fucking freaked out. I don't know. Anyway, we, I don't, I don't remember what happened. If it was just, we all felt the same thing at the same time, but we all screamed at the same time and like booked her downstairs at the same time. Shit. And it took, I bet you, an hour for my mom and dad to try and calm the three of us down. They're like, that's it. No more games. Like, you just freaked yourselves out. And we're like, I know there was something in that fucking room. And none of us wanted to go up and look at that paper. And they're like, okay, well, you guys are sleeping up there. And we're like, bitches, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're sleeping downstairs. And uh, anyway, we did go up. There was nothing on the paper. But there didn't have to be because we all knew there was something in that room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not the only thing that's ever happened in that room. But it was like, oh, my God, it was I I swear to God, 
it's one thing to creep yourself out, but when all three people feel the exact same thing at the same time, mm, it was this I can't describe it. This reminds me of something that happened to my sister and I this fucking summer. Did I ever tell you this? I don't, I'm sure no. that I didn't. I don't think you did. But speaking of, it's just when someone else feels it too, you're like, uh, so you know my sister. She yeah. tends to have like creepies watching her all the time, right? It's she, oh. it's not really anymore. I think she's kind of come into her power. They don't really bother her anymore. But she did for a while there. She was having great creepy dreams with like Wendigos and like dark shadowy figures. They were lurking around in her house. And mm-hmm. I remember I that. Go, yeah. And I decided to go fucking camping in the forest with this girl as huh. this is happening. And I remember like, I don't think that I was scared going to bed. I think I had never thought anything of it. I'm like, yeah, like my, my guides really baby me. Like I'm fairly protected. That's one of the number one things every reader ever says to me is like, you really can't fuck this up. Like you have like way too much help. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know I have a lot of help anyway. So I'm like, nah, I'll be good. Okay, so in the middle of the night, I start having these dreams and they're very vivid and it is in the forest. And there's kind of like, if I could give you any example of what it was, it's kind of like the Hunger Games, but the second movie where there's just like random things that don't make any sense. And they're watching Alyssa and they're keeping tabs on her and she's in the forest and it's almost like an obstacle course. I don't know what Mm. it was. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this is not me. Like I typically don't dream of this. I'm getting some of Alyssa's shit. So I wake up because I'm scared. It's definitely a nightmare. Like people are watching us. They're dark or whatever. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So I wake up and I can tell that my sister is also awake and she's like not having a good time either. But I'm too scared to say anything because we're in a fucking tent in the forest, in the mountains. Like, I don't know where we are. Like, what are we going to do about it? It's dark. We can't like turn on a light or go inside. Like we're in the bush. So I was like, I'm not ready to address this yet. So I just lay down and I'm like, calling in every light and angel of highest accord and I'm just calling everybody in and then I get my dragon on the mission and I'm like all right everybody's got to come down and as soon as I like felt like my dragon was there it like wrapped its tail around the tent I was like okay I'm ready to address this and I was like how you doing and she's like I am she's like I'm good I could tell she wasn't good she had been having nightmares too she felt like there was things outside the tent I was like you fuck like why would I go camping with you so we spent like hours like meditating and calling in all the shit and she only felt better when she called in a dragon too and she seen her little dragon kind of like spiral almost it was more oh, like yeah, cartoony yeah. and it was sitting on top of her car and she's like okay I feel better now and I'm like yeah like all right let's try to get some sleep and then I think the next night we had just set it up with protection and then we didn't have as hard of a time, but it was so freaky. Like I just felt like things were closing in on the tent and we could both feel it. And I was like, you fuck, why did you bring this shit with you? <laughs> like, oh my God. That would be terrifying. It was. Cause you're, it's, it's just like, there's nowhere to go. Do you know what I mean? It's like the light isn't going to come on. You can't just take a break. Like you're in the forest and you're just stuck there. And I'm just like, fuck. Oh my God. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, because no, she dreams of the creepiest shit. Like no one wants to see a Wendigo. And it was like, you hear about Wendigos and shit like that, always in national parks in the forest. And that's exactly where we were. And I was like, God damn it. Like, yeah, that was poorly planned on your part. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of it until I started having dreams. And I was like, damn it. Oh, yeah. 
No thanks. Oh, okay. Oh, I gotta shake that one off. Yeah, creepy. Yep. Okay, so here's another one from Kirsten. In early 2020, when I was undergoing my reawakening, I had just remembered a lot of things from my childhood, like the robot thing. <laughs> yeah, shit. And that I was a starseed and alien help is legit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> One thing I remember was the little gray eyes in my room when I was young. Mm. Kirsten sees some crazy ass shit. Yeah. They came in always looking like bright orbs. They looked like they would transform from a light into a gray and then go back to a light orb, then go back to their ship or wherever they came from. Fucked up. It was the early hours of the morning and I could hear something. Mm. Uh, I could hear something scurrying back and forth mm. from my bedside to the bathroom. Oh, oh Lord, help us. And I opened my eyes. See, that's see, that's where we differ. I wouldn't open my eyes. <laughs> yeah, under the covers I go. Yeah, like, oh, I opened my eyes and there was a full body apparition of a gray alien in my bathroom doorway. I, I was like, hey, <laughs> and it froze and stared at me. Oh God, that's hilarious. It literally would not move. Like it thought if it would just be still, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to see it but I could see it and we stared at each other for a while and then all of a sudden I was like oh shit that's a gray and I freaked out a little and ducked under the covers and then I quickly looked out and it was gone oh my god so it's plan kind of worked if I just don't move everything will end eventually yeah my god my god that's crazy I want to see a fucking alien so badly. And it's been years. This isn't just awakening. This has been mm-hmm. ever since my fucking grandma told me a UFO stopped her vehicle. I was like, hot damn. I need that in my life. I want to see an alien. So I've been on a mission to see an alien ever since. And one time when I was hypnotized, I was like, how come I never get to see an alien? They're like, you do see us. We just ensure that you don't remember because you have such a loud mouth about <laughs> it that you would like, and it's true. I would fucking, they'd be like, don't tell anyone. And I'd be like, I'm going to tell everyone. Yeah. So they were like, you might like ruin your credibility if you're just telling everyone about all your alien encounters. And I was like, okay, but I think we're past that now. I feel like I've talked about aliens long enough. We've all advanced as a society and woken up a bit more. I think it's okay to talk about now. So bring it on guys. Bring it on. Okay. So do you believe only good aliens? No bad ones. Do you believe that there's aliens here though? Like, like there's species and shit that's here. And I'm like, legit, you are an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's, um, yeah, I feel like there's a couple of bad ones that are kind of shapeshifters and you can sort of like, if you're really paying attention, you can catch them. Um, but not, I've never seen one in real life per se, but I, you know, sometimes one of the major things is if you're a shapeshifter, like apparently you can't like move your head side to side. You'll have to move your whole frame. So you can sometimes see like famous people like have to move, Mm -hmm. like they can't just turn their neck, you know, they have to move their entire shoulders. So that's something to look for. And then their eye glitches. Yeah. But I also think there's other 
ones on the planet that are, have just been here all along. And yeah, they're not really, like, they're just, they're just not good or bad. They just coexist here. Yeah. Like, okay. So the other day, last month I was in the pool and I saved this little praying mantis from drowning. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, this little dude, like, I don't know if we were talking like through telepathy or what, but I'm like, dude, you're an alien. And he kind of looked at me like your point, <laughs> you know? And it was like, so cool. and I first, like, I, I've saved a million bugs from the freaking pool and I'd go swim, but it was like, I'd go swim and then I'd have to come back and like stare at him. Like, it was just like, I couldn't leave this dude alone. And I'm That's sure cool. it was annoying the shit out of him, but like, it was just like this knowing like, oh yeah. And then remember like the next day you're like, cause like you gave me that alien deck for my birthday. Thank you yeah. so much. You're like, what are the aliens saying? And then I pulled the mantis alien thing, yes. and you were like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know those were a thing. Oh, really? Oh, shit. I didn't know. Yeah, you definitely bumped into a real one. That's like the most legit way to find out. Because <laughs> I'm like, I was like, dude, you're an alien. And I was like, it's a bug. Like, you know, but then you pulled that card and I was like, that's a real thing. Like, I didn't know yeah. that. I've, yeah, I've never, I don't know where they are from. Because obviously when I'm working with star seeds, I'm just talking about the soul, which doesn't really take a form, but be curious to know what what they actually look like on their planets but i don't think i think the mantis beings are from a totally different dimension i think so in the akashic records in my frame of reference anyway i can't really pull soul information from other dimensions because the way that the world is over there is so different like i don't have the frame the framework in my mind to give accurate information that would so make alternate dimension beings are hard much harder for me to read because I can't understand that makes sense yeah that dude was totes an alien I was just like oh my god that's so cool yeah bizarre so bizarre guys let us know if you have encountered any species here that you believe are not of this world or like any just weird ass stories ghosts Ouija alien like different dimensions like we don't care anything like anything paranormal yeah share it with us yes because we love doing these episodes and frankly you guys love listening to them every time we air these we get such a huge response from everybody so yes be a part of the wealth because I'm sure Kirsten's running actually I bet she's not running out of stories no I bet she's so many (laughs) okay Here's another one from Kirsten, speaking of. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So it was a rainy day in August and I went to lock my back door and I looked out my windows and I could see something standing behind, beside this solar light sunflower that I have. Oh yeah, she, she actually asked me about this one. Um, it was like four feet tall and had large glowing gold eyes, a pointed chin, nose and face in general and pointed ears. I had always told myself if I ever encountered another being, I would go and try to shake their hand and just say hello. I was okay. She was so excited as if I would definitely would have been scared shitless. So she says, I was excited and I went to open the door and I couldn't move. I made sure not to break eye contact with the being so I wouldn't lose it, but I was frozen in my spot. I started to feel a bit of anxiety, a little bit unsure, which was super confusing because the moment I 
a moment ago, I was excited. I tried so hard to, to move and to open the door, but I just couldn't. It was like I wasn't allowed to go outside and something was not letting me go outside. Mm-hmm. I stood there for a very long time trying to figure out why my feelings were happening and why I couldn't move. That's kind of crazy. I feel like that would instantly freak me out being like, I lost my function, my body functions. Like I can't do what I want. Mm. Uh, I had thought that I should just go to bed so that my body, or wait, I had a thought that I should just go to bed. And so that my, so then my body went to bed. I was allowed to move at that point. I forgot about that situation for a couple days. Then I went outside one night with my dogs and there was a sparkling figure standing outside my bedroom window and I got a flash of glowing eyes again and then it was gone. It looked like a full glitter body moving around. Wow, that's kind of pretty. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Later in my QHHT session said it was an elf. I have a strong connection to the cosmic elves due to past lives and they were helping me with my life force energy. That was right after my summer of shadows when I felt energetically fucked up and like giving up. Oh, wow. That's cool. And I think when she asked me about it, it was like, yeah, some sort of like earth. I can't remember. It was a a weird, like, I actually don't remember what I said to her, but it was something like to do with like nature and the earth. Well, that's so weird because I've experienced something similar to that. Only it's when I was working on somebody. Oh, I was doing their session, like their Reiki session. And I was not allowed to look up. Oh, yeah. I wasn't allowed to look up. Didn't matter what I did. Like, even if I wanted to stretch my neck, it would not move. The head was down. I could like move my hands and stuff to do what I was doing. But if I tried to lift my head any bit, it was like there was a hand on the back of my head, like where the nape of your neck is. And it was like this force that just, it wasn't super aggressive, but it was like, it was heavy enough. You couldn't lift it. I could turn to the side and see, you know, like look at the feet and look at the head. But the second I tried to lift it up, it was like boop, pushing it down. Whoa. And then when I was done the session, I felt the hand release from the back of my head and I could look up again. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. So what did she say? It was a cosmic elf. Yeah. A cosmic elf. Cause she has strong connections from her past lives and they were essentially um, working on her life force because she had like, was basically really depleted. Interesting. Because I've seen, cool. not the not the eyes though, but I've seen glitter beings like that again, but it's always when I'm working on people and it's like in the astral realm. And I want to see a glitter person. That sounds so pretty. I want to see one in like real life. I know. What the fuck, Kirsten? How do you see all this cool shit? I know she always tells me, she's like, I've seen these ships. I've seen this alien. I'm like, damn it, woman. I guess like we can see him in meditation and that's still a win, but it just feels like it's not as cool. <laughs> I know. It's like I used to see ghosts all the time when I was younger. And it's like, as I got older, I can't. Damn. But I think it's more along the lines of, I know better and I don't want to. Totally. And when you're a kid, you're just so open. You're like, yeah, neat. Even though you're freaked out, it's like, wouldn't occur to you to be like, I just don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. Oh my God. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. That is super cool. Oh my God. Okay. So Kirsten this bitch, I tell you, 
love her shit. Okay. So another one. I'm so jealous. Can I just say that? Okay. I have seen three ships over the last few months, just outside of Warman. One I saw with my husband and it was the biggest one I have ever seen. It was a huge silver and white oval shape that was half in the clouds and half out. It was a stormy night, so they were dark black storm clouds. It was glowing and so beautiful. That does sound beautiful. Damn, wow. Man. It was out in plain sight. No way you could miss it. Another time I was doing my own CE5 session and I was asking to see a ship. And I saw what I thought was a satellite moving across the sky. And I was like, oh, that's just a satellite. That's not real. And then it started swerving in the sky. Fuck right off. Jesus. That's cool. That is so cool. Another, I saw a red light moving across the sky. I was like, oh, that's just a plane. And then suddenly, two gold lights split off of it. And they all disappeared at the same time, like mid-flight, just gone. Whoa. That would be so cool. cool. And like, speaking of the CE5, so I've done those before and it's pretty cool because yeah, unfortunately when we went, like everything just looks like a satellite, but then you're like, how do I know you're not a satellite? And then they'll do weird shit and it'll like be going kind of at that pace and sort of zoom off. Or then it'll kind of have like, like three stars will sort of travel in like a triangle formation so that you know they're not satellites but they're just small they look like stars but it's so cool if you have not done one I do recommend a CE5 they it works every time like you will see shit in the sky it's just that they're small and you kind of have to be like how do I know you're not a satellite do something neat and then they usually do oh well that's weird because I've done that but I've never thought to say well do something to say to show you're not a satellite Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's good to know. I'll try that yeah. next time. Cause I've seen shit going. Mm, I don't know. Is that. No, it's probably just satellite or, oh, it's mm-hmm. probably just this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we did it in a group and I feel like the aliens will only go as far as the group can handle. So whoever's like the most scared will like set the pace. Oh. So you really need like a really open group. That's like. Like when we went, the person facilitating it, it's like, let's suggest that it's a landing spot. Like if they want to land here, they can. And I was like, holy shit, that would be so cool. But you know, there are people in the group that are like, uh-uh, I don't want to actually see an apparition of a human or like a humanoid figure. Like, yeah, but maybe one day, maybe one day I'm telling you it's coming. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. That meditation I had, damn. Oh yeah. That's cool. And I was like a lot of, so, you know, what's funny. I realized, and I knew this a long time ago, but in my dark night of the soul, I forgot, but I get a lot of my information from books. And when I first was awakening, I knew that I was like, books would end up in my hands and it's almost like they just existed so that I could read them. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of how the reality really works. Nothing's really real. Everything's just holographic. And, you know, we, we, um, really just create buildings or events or books or whatever based on what the collective is in need of or manifesting. So I kind of like was like, I feel like I just manifest books that obviously other people read, but 
such like say la vie in how it is. So I was like, oh, like I feel like books just end up in my hands when I need them. Forgot about that and ended up over here. But one of the things I read recently is like, yeah, like end of 2022, um, select people will definitely be aware of the existence of aliens. And I'm like, please allow me to be one of those select people. Come on, come on. Well, you already know though. Yeah. I guess that they'll actually like be here and show themselves to like certain groups. And I'm like, I read this book. I can only assume hopefully I'm one of them. <laughs> like, Well, I hope that little mantis dude was telling me I'm one of them. That'd be cool. Oh yeah. I feel like we are because we're aware of it. Yeah. But now I'm so going to be watching for the nod turning of the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that part. I, you learned something. at least like the tall gray, like tall grays, because there's like the little grays and they're like fairly good. And then there's like the tall grays. They're not good. And they do just as much negative stuff on this planet as the reptilians do. Um, so I don't know about how rep- reptilians would shape shift, but the grays, they're kind of shorter in stature. Um, so they'll be like a shorter person and they won't really like be able to turn their heads and I heard they're they really like the limelight so they're really like sprinkled around um Hollywood I believe that and I was instantly like all oh, those little Kardashian girls gotta be like, I'm like oh, Kardashian. <laughs> they're so short and they don't move their head oh my god that's hilarious I mean maybe yeah, I don't know. But I was like, that's who I thought of first. I was like, ooh, the Kardashians, maybe. Yeah, straight up. How did they get famous? Yeah, legit. Anyway. All right. Okay. I think she has one last one. Ooh, oh, yay. Okay. And she said this one is dark. So oh. great way to wrap up the session. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, it's a near-death experience. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. So cursing again. She also had a near-death experience. Long story short, she had a lot of problems with, okay, we're just like spilling all of her beans with her name, um, with alcohol abuse in her teens. Uh, I came home from a party very early because I was way too drunk. I literally had alcohol poisoning. I later figured this out. No one was home, so I was home alone, and I remember crawling into bed and going to sleep. I then remember getting up and getting out of my bed and going upstairs. I wanted a drink of water. I remember feeling really good, like, oh, shit, I'm not even hungover. This is awesome. I went upstairs. uh, I went upstairs, and it looked like it was daylight out. Everything was so bright and euphoric almost. I felt really light. It felt amazing. It was so bright in the house. I thought it was daytime. I thought I had slept the whole night and it was now the morning. So I went to sit in the living room instead to watch TV and realized there was this big, bright white light in the living room. Oh, that's so creepy. Uh. I had thought that it was the sun shining through the windows, but there was this bright white light in the living room. And I remember standing and looking in front of it and wondering, oh, and looking at it and someone stepped out of the light. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. It was a tall male body. I couldn't see the details, just tall male figure. And it grabbed my arm and started leading me back down the stairs. Whoa. Oh, Jesus. It took me to my bedroom and stood beside my bed. And I was looking down at myself and I was choking on my vomit while laying on my back. Oh Oh my my God. God. And it was... And I was slowly not choking anymore. And then I felt two huge hands on the back of my, on the back of my, 
on my back and a hard shove. It was so hard that I blacked out and opened my eyes in the momentum of the push and rolled over on my side and choked out the vomit. Whoa. So she was obviously thrown back into her body. Clearly. I was, I then went to the bathroom to finish puking. After I was all done, I realized that it was still pitch black outside. I checked my phone and I had been dropped off just before 11 p.m. And now it was 12 a.m. I was so confused at what had happened. I thought I had slept all night and it was morning. I went back to bed after cleaning up my mess, LOL. When I looked at my mess, I had 100% had alcohol poisoning and obviously was suffocating myself, choking on my own vomit. No one was home that night. My family had gone camping and no one would have found me or known I was in trouble. I would have been found a day later. I had a lot of strange dreams for a while after that night about people being in my room, standing around me, holding hands. They were all tall and glowing, glowing male beings. And it just like the one that led me back to my body. I still feel the hands on my back once in a while when with a small shove when I'm in a situation that I need to get out of ASAP. Goosebumps. Oh, totally. Oh my God. <laughs> she chills. says at the end, I hope that wasn't too dark, but it was one of my most profound experiences. Wow. It 100% solidifies my belief in guardian angels and multidimensional beings. Oh, that's so oh, cool. No doubt. Wow. And that's so funny. I was just, well, no, I was talking about reincarnation, but also simultaneously, I've also been watching a lot about near death experiences. That's crazy. That fucking is crazy. Oh man. Have you ever had anything like that? Uh, I don't think so. I'm trying to like, remember. I don't think so either. Have you ever had an out of body experience like that? Where you look back and you're like, oh fuck, I'm not in my body right now. My gut is to say yes, but I can't think of it right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I have. I just can't think of a specific. I know. Me neither. Wow. That's so cool. Because that white light is like always a part of near-death experiences. Yeah. The only one I know was actually my sister and she was a kid. And whenever they talk about like those out-of-body experiences, it's like the time and space continuum isn't real. Like everything just is right there right now. So depth and space and perspective isn't really real. And I've learned a lot about that lately too. So my sister said when she was a kid, like in a car seat, like strapped into a car, she remembers having this experience where she was like looking above the car down at herself, but there was like no roof on the car. Like she could just see right through it. And she was like, Hmm, this is weird. And I was like, that is weird. And she's like, it's really hard to describe where I was because it's like, yeah. And that's how people often describe it. There's no, you can be everywhere at once. And I don't know, I, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's cool. And I was like, yep, that sounds legit to me. Crazy. And the only experience I ever had as a child was like, must've been like five or six. And I was in my like farmhouse. So we had already lived there about five or six and I'd come around the corner from the bathroom into the kitchen. And I remember just for like a split second being like all of a sudden, like remembering that I wasn't always this little girl. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why am I in this old farmhouse? Why am I a little girl? 
And like, what am I doing here? And I remember asking like, this is a real random place for me to be. Like, what am I learning or doing here? And then I just remember being like, oh, well. And then I just kind of continued on. And I remember just for that one moment and it's still clear as day, just being like, what the fuck am I doing here? Oh my God. Yeah. That is so so weird. And you know, like when you start like telling people stories like this, you know, it's not that I have any remnants of doubt. Like we do this for a living. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, when you start to collect people's stories and see really how similar they are, it's really, really hard to deny that like life beyond what we see or feel or can touch is definitely real. And when you hear about things like this, it's like, it's beaming with life over there. Like over here feels kind of dark and shadowy and like unaware. And over there, it's just like everything, you know? Yeah. That's so cool. Oh my God. Totally. Yeah. And it's so crazy. The things that like sound crazy, but yet like now hearing them, I'm like, oh bitch, that's a hundred percent true. I remember I was talking to this, this is back when I worked for the police. I was talking to a gentleman. It was like two in the morning and he wanted to charge somebody with stealing his thoughts. And he's like, he's like, I can feel them. They're taking things out of my mind and they're using them against me. And I was like, what, bitch, you know, and not like I, I was bored because it was a dead night. And I was just like, well, I'll keep talking. I don't think there's anything we can do, but tell me the story, you know, which now mm-hmm. I realize there's a reason I let him talk, mm-hmm. you know, sure. knowing what I know now about psychic attack and things like that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. no, they were legit. And then he brought, I can't remember because this was like eight years ago, but there was things that he was bringing up from other people like he was like oh and this person they did it to this person and this person and this person and I jotted down some of the names because I you know still taking information you know because that was my habit that was my job and then I was like for shits and giggles looked up some of these names and what he was telling me about these people was like documented in our system I'm like wait a minute (laughs) Then I'm just like, ah, coincidence, haha, back then. But now I'm like, dude, you knew shit. Mm -hmm. And like, they were legit doing psychic attack on you. Man, that's crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. And that reminds me of something too, Um, psychic attack kind of, but like, it's, there's such a fine line between like crazy in air quotation marks and just gifted and like connecting to the other realms. But one time my sister and I were out for dinner and it was like a Friday night at like a pub. And these two girls who were clearly sisters brought their like ancient, ancient, ancient mother out to dinner. And my sister's like a keeper of death. Like she just sort of dances in between um to help people get from life to death and she does it in her astral realm so she doesn't know what she's doing per se but she's very keen on when someone's alive and when someone's not alive so this lady and my sister picked it up right away she's like there's fucking nobody in there like nobody of any good 
Like that's not her soul. Her soul is long gone, but this body, as far as we could tell was like taken over by like, you know, those creepy crawlies, you know, yep. and they just, they started to take over and it was just like to get any remnants of life. Cause it was just like lights out behind there. And I, my sister and I were just so uncomfortable with that things present all night. And we were like, oof. Ooh. Yeah. It was really gross. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy as fuck. Yeah. And you wonder like, because nothing can really happen without your consent, right? Like they have to almost like, I think they have trickster strategies where you like let them sort of sweep into your world by not doing protection or not um, or, you know, like even when you just, let's say, you know, your, your mom or something asks you to do something and you say yes, but you don't really want to, like, they'll get you when you're kind of in that essence. But it's like, well, how did they convince this old woman to like swap places with her? Because that is just so gross. <laughs> but, you know, some days I think about when I'm like, oh God, I'm just so ready to check out of this world. Mm-hmm. Like if you caught somebody, especially if you're older mm-hmm. on a day like that, I can kind of see it. Yeah. You know, like, come on, just check out. It's all good. You know, you don't got to be here anymore. Yeah. There's been days where even I would be like, hi, cool. Peace out. You know what I mean? Like, I can see it. I can see how you could. Yeah. Especially if you were, and it was like, yeah, I could see that too. I think that makes sense. Ugh still though yuck yeah super gross do you feel there's a lot of not so much mm, that's not even true it's not to the same degree it was last month but it's still around like there is like i don't know shit going down there is like psychic attacks happening left right and center right now yeah i could believe it i feel uh yeah I think that too I don't know because I just came out that dark night of the soul so like honestly I don't even know what was happening there like I was like am I intuitive like I could have been under attack at that point and had no fucking idea right so now I'm starting to feel like I have my bearings a bit more when it comes to like what's going on but that I'm kind of unaware of right now I know there's a lot of I could see it though because from my perspective and what I look at it's there's we're at like this karmic checkpoint so people are we're basically death of our old being and birth of a new being but we we're going to move into this new way where we don't have as intensive karma to go through so we have to cash it all out now so people are not having a good time because karma typically at a cash out if you're the old humanness of you is dying is going to be kind of negative So people aren't having that good of a time. It would be the fucking perfect time when everyone's spirits are weakened to come in and start trying to weasel some deals because people have been struggling through this winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I am like, someone is sending me shit. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. This isn't going to make sense to those at home, but hang on one second. One okay. second. Right, I'm here for this. Okay, both these candles I'm about to show you lit at the same time in the same place, right? So it's like 
there's no environmental factors. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's my abundance candle. See how it's beautiful, clear, yeah. nothing, right? Love it. This is my protection candle. Do you see how black that is? Oh, it's working double time. Mm-hmm. Like it's black as fuck there. That's not supposed to be there. No, look it. Same, same type of candle, same wax, same spot. Whoa. Yeah. Protection is working double time. You've inspired me. I need to get me some candles. Yeah. Like, and it's like big time, like big time. And I've been feeling it. Somebody has been sending me shit. I did an egg oh. cleanse and everything. And it's like, there's spikies in my water. I'm like, oh, got to double down. Got to double down right Fuck. now. And actually just today, I was like, I should get Randy to just fucking clean me up. I just feel like it's been that dark night of the soul. There's got to be some rust to be shaken out somewhere. Like, God. Yeah. <sighs> Little energetic cleansing. Never yeah. hurt anyone. Yeah. So see me after the podcast recording. I need to, we need to align this. <laughs> You got to get done. Yeah. Yeah. So well, that's just a lesson for everyone. Double down yeah. on your protection right now. Yeah. And I have felt the call, like my protection routine is a little bit blah. Like I, let's be real. And I just, I set, like, I set things up around my house and I have felt the need to like keep my space clean and like sage a lot. And so yeah, if I'm kind of feeling that. I hear I've, you. I've gone through so much Palo Santo right now. It's ridiculous. I know. I should be burning that more because I love the smell of it. But like, this is a serious question. Mm -hmm. How the fuck does this burn? You just have to keep burning it. Like, I was like, yeah. am I doing it wrong? Because it's really not that easy to burn. No, it's not. Okay, good. You know what? It usually isn't for me. Okay. Oh. Another thing. Usually I just have to keep lighting it and, you know, it goes out and then you light it again. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck. It was working again, working overtime the other day. I lit a piece. That's the first time it's burned down and like, just did not go out. Like I had to manually put it out. Whoa. That never happens. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I wonder what's going on. That's weird. I was actually going to message you and say, Hey, can you look up and see if like, what's going on with this? Cause it's really weird. Yeah. I'll check yeah, it out. See me after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh special room with some services here. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Oh, crazy. Anywho. I should clean my own record feels like the time everyone should just get a cleaning well it's a spring cleaning I was Thank actually gonna maybe do a spring clean out like on my like as an offering like an energetic yeah. spring cleanup tune up yeah that's I think a smart thing because I feel like it's needed right now <sighs> yeah I think so too but I have to I don't know we'll see but I, I need one I need a for spring tune up yes absolutely this was a fun episode. Yeah, I love that. And seriously, you guys, if you have even anything that was slightly out of the ordinary, like I told you the story of just camping and we both woke up creeped out. Like we love that shit. Just give love us some it. It's like my favorite thing. Aliens, ghosts, near death, past life memories, weird out of body experiences. We love it all. Creepy dreams, repeating yes. dreams. Yes. What are your recurring dreams? Or is there something that happened to you as a kid that you're like, oh yeah, that was, now I know it's weird, but at the time I didn't think it was. Yeah. And I'll put our, e let's put our email address in the notes or the comments yeah. for this. So you guys can email us, Instagram us, Facebook us. We will save them. Absolutely. For our next creepy, so spooky, so weirdness, bizarre 
paranormal. Yeah. These ones are so fun. <laughs> I know they're like my favorite ones to record. Yeah. Me and too. I purposely don't read the stories ahead of time. Me too. Cause I'm like, Oh, and that, you know, when you read them and then your stomach drops and you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, I love cool. it. Cool. All right, kids. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will talk very soon on the next one. Bye. Bye.